Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clinton. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up the glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I mean, uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Hello. How is everybody out there? Fantastic. Yeah. I got my voice back. Yay. Mostly. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. It is good, actually. So, how you doing? How's the weekend? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, what do we have coming up? We've got, the only thing I can think of coming up, really, we've got the Erotic Ball mm-hmm. coming up October 8th. 8th. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Yep. Looking forward to that. And there's a meet and mingle before that on the 7th. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing we've got coming up really is our escape to the tropics. Yes. We're Very... really, we're getting in doing some serious planning and I am so excited. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yes. yes. And we are what? 95% sold out. So that means there's only 5% of space left. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that math. Something, something we'll like we'll that. do that math. Yeah. I don't know. I don't math. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I need to. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm moving my shit around. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be warm up there. <gasps> yes. Warm, humid, but not like stupid, stinking hot. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Lots of sarongs, lots of lounging by the pool. Yeah. Lots of alcohol. Yeah. Lots of cuddles. Sexy times. Yeah, and sexy times. Yeah. Very much looking forward to that. If you want more information on that, you can check out our website, www.babababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
which was nice because that was like it was like a weekend day and a lot of people did take Friday off. We did not. Isn't it bad to say that, though, because you're like, I'm glad she died. It was nice. Thank you for giving us this one last holiday. No, it's not like that. (laughs) But it was nice. It was. (laughs) It's not like that, but, you know, it was nice. And even though I had to work, it was still nice because like more than half the people were out of the office. On Friday. Yes, it was really quiet. Yeah. And then, yeah, we had Saturday, Sunday. It was such, it was actually like really pretty chill. Yeah. It's good. Friday night was our uh, pendulum. And it was 26, I believe. Whatever. That's what I said. Didn't you understand me? (laughs) And uh, and that was good fun. Had a great crowd there that night. And then. Yeah. And that actually fell on uh, by visibility day as well. It did. Which was awesome. It was. Really good. Yeah. It was a really good crowd and it was nice. And it's funny because there were people there. And I feel like there were people there. No, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to say this all the time now, but there are people there we haven't seen in years. Oh, yeah. And and I feel like it's one of those things that like we now that the world is opened back up and we're doing things, we're getting out, we're being around people, we're being social regularly. We've seen all of the people in our really close circles. Right. So we, we've caught yeah. up with them. We've we've socialized. You know, we're good there. And it's like that slow build out of seeing people now that we haven't seen in years. And it's just all the you know, extra layers and all the people. And I, and it used to be that you would say, oh, I haven't seen them in years. And it was a rarity. But now when you say I haven't seen them in years, that's pretty commonplace. Yeah. And I feel like one day we're going to get past all of that and we will have caught up with everybody, but it might be a while. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Yeah. And very similarly. So we did a thing that we haven't done in ages, which is we also went out on Saturday night to OSS. So back to back OSS nights. Woot. And it was uh, kind of weird to be there two nights in a row for the first time in years. Yeah, it was really good. Actually, it was a lot of fun. And it again, was, seeing people we hadn't seen in ages. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was actually really good because we, like you said, we haven't been as much, I'm going to say recently, in, in recent months, to the club that wasn't a pendulum night. And so it was nice to go on a night that wasn't because then it's just like we're here to just be social, play, whatever we want to do, wherever the night takes us. Mm. But there isn't... There's not that ownership of it. Yeah. So yeah, right. It's like I'm not responsible for other people's fun. Not that we're responsible for other people's fun, but still, you know, it's just You different. take responsibility yeah. for it when it's pendulum. Yeah. So some of the highlights for me were we had on pendulum night, I'm just lumping both nights into one yep. Yep. highlights reel. So one of the highlights for me was there was a couple that we had talked about, I think, ages ago when we went to Wet on Wellington down oh, in yeah. Melbourne. They came up from Melbourne to go to Pendulum and have a good sexy weekend up here. And like, that was such a cool thing to, to see people and be like, wait, I know you, yeah. but you're not in the city that you belong in. Yeah. You're out of place. But I like it. I'm good with this. Yes. And, and I, that was really cool. And, and we had a good, I, I'm going to say long ish conversation for, you know, being there, but we had a good conversation with them and just, they're so lovely. And it's like, okay, I actually, yeah, let's, let's see if we yeah. can get together outside of here and, and get to know each other better. Cause yes. Lovely humans, really like great people. Then for me, I think seeing there were twins at the, at Pendulum. There were. And that to me is such a strange, but I mean, I guess it's, it's only strange for me because, you know, having grown up in Eastern Kentucky, it's odd for you and your sibling partner to go out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But (laughs) I did ask, I was like, Hey mate, like, are like, is it odd for you to see your brother in a space like this and got the best response I've ever gotten from that. No, man, I've seen his dick a number of times. In fact, I saw it this morning on me. And it was like, 
Honey, you know what? I never thought about that. <laughs> I was going to say, they're identical twins. And and the thing is that like m- many twins that we know, I know it's not the case for every set of twins, but many that we know, they are together a lot. They share like so much in life. They're so close. They have a weird They connection. have, yeah, yeah, they have a very- But in a positive way. Yeah. They have a very different connection. And so I feel like, I mean, you know, to be honest, if it's like having a close friend there, right? Like why would it be necessarily weird? It's only awkward when you make it all. Yeah. Yeah. But, and and I mean let's let's be fair they didn't like you know play together or even in the same spaces and stuff so it's you know there was separation yeah absolutely and then I think the probably the last thing for me that was just a highlight was on the night that wasn't pendulum we started talking it was very funny because there was this nice couple that was sitting by themselves in a space that is a kind of a by themselves space right there's it's a walkway. It's just a chair and an ottoman. He was on the chair. She was on the ottoman. And we were basically diagonally across from them over the pool table. And I was feeling a bit like, no, nah, I don't want to talk to anybody. And you were like, we should go talk to some people. And I was like, okay. Uh. And you were like, do you want to go talk to that couple over there? And I, my initial thought was, wow. But he was wearing a full mask, so I couldn't see anything about him. But I was like, yeah. wow, she is so pretty. Yes. And then I was, but my mouth said, no, not really. <laughs> and you were like, come on, let's go. Well, and also the the reason for that I kind of, I'm going to say zeroed in on them necessarily to talk to, because there were a lot of people that we could have talked to, obviously, but we really liked their outfits because the, the theme was angels and demons. And we really liked their outfits and we commented on their outfits and we're looking at them. And I don't think they saw us looking at them, but still like if, you know, somebody sees you staring at them, it's kind of just polite to go say hi. But yeah, we really like their outfits. And I was like, well, we should go tell them that we like their outfits because somebody else may or may not. And what if nobody tells them all night long? But yeah, they enough. looked really good. Yeah, it, it was just it was just kind of funny because I was like, mm, no. OK, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was lovely to talk to them. They were great. Again, a great couple just to chat with. And yeah, they were really sexy and smart. And mm-hmm. those are two things that really it's just like. And also he did take his mask off later and he is really cute. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wow, you're, you're as attractive on the inside as you are on the outside. Yeah. That's convenient. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, alas, they, they had double booked themselves. They had to ditch um, that or they're really good at lying and they just didn't want to talk to us anymore. Either way, (laughs) I'm okay with it because we had a good night chatting with them. Yeah. And um, the only problem we found with going to the club now was that, Holy shit balls, there was a lot of sexy people there. Mm-hmm. And we could not get a square inch to play. Oh. No, so we were downstairs in the dungeon for a bit and there was also a spanking scene going on down there. Yes. That was really lovely to watch. Uh it was some folks that I think normally attend Threshold, which is another kind of fetish party here. And yeah, it was it was really nice to watch that. That was that was good. And yeah. I think he was spanking maybe his partner first and then somebody else who was new. Yes. So yeah, it was it was good. Uh but yeah, so we were down in the dungeon and we kind of, you know, it was, it went from there being a comfortable number of people down there to really crowded pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I knew I'd been upstairs a few times and so I knew it was really crowded up there, but because the basement, like the dungeon area filled up so quickly, I was like, oh, maybe we'll be able to find a space upstairs. Let's go take a look. So we, Fake went, news. we went for a wander. <laughs> there was not a square inch of space that you could fit a body upstairs. So we came back downstairs. Angela does not have a huge body. I mean, we couldn't even stick her somewhere. There was like maybe, maybe like half a butt cheek on the corner of one of the beds. But there were also enough people playing that they would have filled that up pretty quickly. I think it was just a momentary section that was available. A sexy gap. Yeah. 
So it's like, okay, okay. So we'll go back downstairs to the dungeon, see if we can find some space there. So we went down to the dungeon and we had, I don't know, half a spanking bench we were able to procure. And so we made out for a little while and then it was kind of like, you know what? And also there were so many people down there. There was just like, you know what? It's getting late-ish. Let's just go have another drink and go home and have sex. Because at that point we were only going to have sex with each other, not other people. And and I didn't really feel like trying to finagle how to do that on half a spanking bench when we could just come home and be comfortable. 100%. If it was somebody else or a new person, then I, I would have figured it out. But <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> if it was somebody else, I would have definitely fucked them there. But if it's just you, I'm taking you home. Well, you weren't, I could tell you weren't super into it. Well, because literally, were, I don't like were... having sex on a 12 by 6. Yeah block of land yeah and i could tell that and also probably the crowds or whatever but i could tell that you were not a hundred percent so i was like all right let's yeah. let's yeah we'll go have a drink and then we'll go home it was fine it was fun we, like, we, we came home and had sex so it was good i had a blast it was really enjoyable and it was great to see lawrence and you know to talk to him because we really hadn't talked to him much yeah. at pendulum yeah so yeah it was good fun I, I enjoyed it yeah it was really good it was a nice weekend so it was good to have the Back-to-back nights and prove that we can still do it. We still got it. We still got it. I mean, we almost died on Sunday, but that was okay. I mean. No, Sunday wasn't that bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it was good. Uh, So that was our weekend. Let's see. What do you have uh, to chat about tonight, Angela? We have a topic that. Oh, good. (laughs) We have something for you people out there. (laughs) I know it's surprising. Um, But no, we have a topic that. It has been on my mind lately because of conversations that I've heard amongst people in different settings, like n- not even club settings, like even just like work in places and stuff. And and just knowing kind of what happens at parties and venues and even like, you know, just meeting people and things. And, and it's just been kind of on my mind. So I want to talk about it. We're going to okay. talk about consent. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to do a little bit deeper into consent than what we've done before at least that i remember we've done before okay i mean we only have (laughs) yeah yeah. a few hundred episodes fine fine. because i know that we've we've mentioned it we talked about it we've talked about the fries of consent that kind of thing but i want to like really get into exactly what does consent mean what is it and what is it not and i think more importantly what is it not because there's just so many instances that you're like you're so close and yet and yet it still is not consent like, it just isn't. And so, uh, yeah, I just kind of want to get into that. Okie dokie. And I think also, like, another reason to highlight it is that there was a fairly recent study done in early 2022 here in Australia. And almost half of Australians are confused about what consent looks like and what constitutes sexual violence. Oh, okay, that escalated quickly. I mean, now, I mean, you're also getting into sexual violence. We're not going to go into that, right? We're just right. going to stick with consent. Almost half of Australians confused as to what consent looks like. And I know there's... Sure, people could argue there's gray areas and whatevers, but there really isn't. Yeah, I, though I would like to know how the study was set up. Were the people provided with questions and saying, is this an example of consent? Mm-hmm. Or were people asked, what is consent? Because if it's the first, I think then then it's something to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. But if it's the latter, you know, the general public, and I'm going to say including myself, it's difficult to define things, right? It's yeah. difficult to say, yeah. yeah, this this is what this is. Mm-hmm. And I might be like, if you asked me just to define consent, I might be like, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can I have my $5 now and go Yeah, home? and versus being given a scenario yes. where you're like, okay, this is what happened, 
did they have consent or did they not? Yes. Yeah. And that'd be nice to know how mm-hmm. the study was set up. Yeah. Yeah. So if we, like our favorite way, as we've said many, many, many times on the podcast, our favorite way to define consent is with the fries. And that was, I believe, from Planned Parenthood in the yes, U.S.? I think so. Uh, and so just quickly, and then we'll dive into them all a little bit more, the fries of consent are that it's freely given, it's reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and specific. Yes. So those are the kind of the five pillars of consent in, in this definition. So if we go into that also, a little... Also, if you're not, if you're sitting there going, how does that mean fries? It's the first letter of each one. It's called an acronym. Yes, yes, it's an acronym. Uh, so... If we start with it as freely given, that means that it is clearly and freely communicated. It ultimately, to be very clear, should be verbal, but some cases it could be nonverbal. But if you get a nonverbal clue that you think means yes, you should probably just confirm it. Yes. It's it's, it's just easy. It's better. Uh, You can get nonverbal cues like smiling, flirting, positive body language, that type of thing. But it's still not a clear yes, unless it's actually stated. Right. Because some people will do those things just to be polite or because they feel like they're supposed to, but they may not actually want any kind of physical contact or sexual intercourse or whatever it may be. And freely given does mean without coercion. Yes. And without you going, oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Very, very true. And there was one study that I saw where almost 25% of men think that women are flattered by being persistently pursued, even if they're not interested. And then what I thought was further interesting about that is that 10% of women agree. Yeah, but like this, this doesn't shock me. I mean, it's depressing and it's upsetting, sure. But it's not shocking. Like think about rom-coms. Rom-coms yeah. are the fucking worst about women who start off, the, you know, you have a, a relationship and the meet cute is cute where the two protagonists meet, but then the woman is either already involved with somebody or she's driven at work or she's got a child or whatever. And she has to be hounded by the guy. And at some point she finally goes, she finally relents, then consents. And it's just like, it's horrific, right? And yeah, so, yeah. of course, people watch media like this and go, oh, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. And like, I'm going to say it. There are people out there who love this movie, but love actually is a horrible movie to actually talk about love. Like, there are so many bad instances yeah. of what love is. So many of those characters just don't do loving things, <laughs> though the movie is called Love Actually. And <laughs> it's so well-liked. If you actually watch it and go, how would I feel if somebody did this to me who didn't look like uh, Andrew Lincoln? You know, how would I feel about it? And I think that you would might, uh, you might not be happy. Might be a little creeped out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. That Like, that is what movies and TV show us, is that, you know, you're supposed to pursue the person even if they don't want it or act like they don't want it like that that's yeah. sexy that's romantic yeah uh there was another study done where almost 20 percent of college students think that a partner has consented if they don't say no oh my god so rather than actively saying yes they're like well you didn't say no yeah i mean really so how many percent 20 oh god yeah yeah so yeah so freely given make sure that it's not coerced it's a clear yes oh my god i mean that there are so many problems with that one. Again, I'm going back to that. Sorry, because one in five is yeah. a big number. And that's sort of the, well, she didn't say no. Well, yeah, because she was unconscious. 
Yeah, but she didn't say no. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so it's the next one, the R in the fries. Yar. Pirate R. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what pirate's favorite letter is? I do, but I'm not going to ruin it. Some might think it's R, but me heart belongs to the sea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so my sorry. God. I still laugh at that, even though I've heard it like a billion <laughs> times. <laughs> that's why I love you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So R, reversible, which means that consent can be revoked at any time by either party. And this is hard because especially if you're like in the moment or something's happening, Ultimately, what you should do is, is if you are uncomfortable with the situation is you should clearly communicate that you're uncomfortable and you want to stop. And that can happen with nonverbal cues. Obviously, verbal cues is, is the best way to do it. But I'm thinking about group play situations and things like that. Like when you're at the club and, and something's happening, a nonverbal cue, most people are going to pick up on and yeah. just kind of be like, OK, I'm going to back off for a second. But it can be hard as well, because, you know, when you're in the moment, you don't want to you might be like, oh, I don't want to hurt the feelings. Maybe it's just easier not to have the confrontation. Maybe it's just easier to go along with it and let it happen. But at the same time, if you're not comfortable, if, if something's happening that you don't want, you should speak up for yourself and you should just even just a no, no, I need a moment or just let's take a break. You know, it can even be something like that. Yeah. And for just for a personal example of that, there's been a few times where I've thought, oh, I want a bottom. And then as soon as we start, I, my body tells me, nope, this this isn't the right thing to do. It's not a good time or it's mm-hmm. not going to work. And oftentimes, you know, you feel like I will admit you feel really bad, but then it's really nice when somebody goes, oh, that's OK. We can do blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then I'm like, OK, let's do that instead. Uh, but it is something that you do at the moment. You you're like there is a brief moment in your head where you're like. I can just power through. And that's not the correct answer. Your body is trying to tell you that you don't, that it can't do something or it doesn't want to do something. You should listen to your body. Yeah. And we've each been in those situations where our bodies have been like, not this isn't happening right now. And, and it is really lovely when you can say that to a partner and they're like, okay, then we're going to do something else. And that just makes me love people more. Cause I'm like, yeah, you're actually a good human. You actually take (laughs) that no and accept it, but then turn it into what else can we do? You know, that that's good and that yeah. you want as opposed to like I said, you you can end the situation, but you also can maybe be like, okay, let's try something different as opposed yeah. to just that. So our disturbing fact for this one. Oh, good. I loved God damn. Go ahead. There was uh, this was an Australian studies that about one in seven young Australians believe that a man would be justified to force sex if the woman initiated it, but then changed her mind and pushed him away. Oh my God. One in seven. Mm. Mm. But again, you know, what does media tell us? And yeah. that's why we need to start changing the messages that people get through media. And I, again, I think of movies like Chasing Amy, where it's like, you just haven't found the right man yet kind of yeah. idea. Yeah. These are, it's horrible. Unfortunately, films aren't getting any better. We're still doing the same shitty tropes regarding relationships and consent. And yeah. that's just a bummer, but damn, that's a horrible one. I know. I know. Isn't it? Yeah. And and. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. To me, it seems logical that, yeah, of course, like consent can be revoked. But yeah, clearly can't have logic all the time. No. For some people should, but yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on. The I. What was the I? Informed. Yeah, well done. Uh, you can only consent to something if you have all the information. So if somebody says they're going to use a condom and then they don't, that's not consent. That is correct. Like, or if somebody takes a 
condom off mid-play, also not consent without you knowing it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's called stealthing. Yes. And that's illegal. That's rape. Yeah. And, and also with informed, you know, you should, you should know what the scene is going to entail, or at least to some degree, like, especially if I'm thinking about, again, going back to group play situations, if we're at the club or in a group play situation here or somewhere else, it is very much of a, okay, you know, or let's say BDSM, like, are you interested in being flogged? Yes. Okay. And, or are you interested in say pegging or whatever it is, but it's just, it's knowing what we're going into and making sure that we're all on the same page and that that's what we want. Yeah. E. Oh, you don't have a scary statistic for that one? I don't have a scary statistic. No, I don't. I really don't. (laughs) Good. I mean, I might, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, (laughs) E is enthusiastic. Yes. Enthusiastic. So looking for a clear yes. Again, this is not the, oh, they didn't say no. This is very much of a yes, yes, yes. And I want to say, like, there's a few times that I've heard this example, which is not enthusiastic. And therefore, I, I, we have a conversation rather than have sex, which is where you ask, do you want blank or may I blank or can you want me to blank? And the response is, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I guess isn't a yes. No. I guess is a, I'm saying yes so that you, I'm, you know, they're saying it for me, not for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that... It's and, yeah. and also it's not just the words, but listen to the tone of voice. Yes. Because if someone says, yeah, sure, that doesn't really sound enthusiastic, does it? Like to, to me, that's good. You're not really into this. So no, we're not gonna. Yeah. What else can we do instead? Let's do something else. And it's, it's funny because in, it doesn't have to be verbal. I've seen people smiling from ear to ear and shaking their head enthusiastically. Yeah. And that's clearly an enthusiastic yes. But I think that you have to be really clear and you know it when you're giving consent and when you're asking for consent mm-hmm. that that's what you want that that's yeah i'm excited for this i'm not doing this because you want you clearly want to do it yeah yeah definitely so our scary statistic on this one oh good is it 10%? i was missing the last one i know i know you are i know you are 10 percent of young people believe that women say no when they actually mean yes right because really I mean, again, it goes back to the stupid media. Yep. We see this quite often in that the the whole hard to get mm-hmm. trope. And that is women are encouraged, again, in media. And so people think it's in real life to push guys away or to be difficult. And that's not, they're not doing that because they don't want to do it. They're doing that to be playful. Or to feign disinterest. Yes. Yeah, like you said, to be playful. Yeah. yeah. And that's not realistic and kind of stupid. Why would you want somebody who doesn't want you? Well, that's what I was going to say. Honestly, if you're going to have sex with someone or engage in, you know, any kind of sexual play with someone, don't you want them to be enthusiastic about it? Yeah. Do you want somebody who's actually, no, I really don't. And then pushes you away first. And then you have to keep pursuing them persistently. It just doesn't seem like that just doesn't seem fun. It's a lot of effort. And again, it goes back to the, it's, it's just, I remember growing up hearing people go, oh, well, she's just playing hard to get. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oofed. Now I look at that. Uh, like, no, no. I just want to smack past people on the nose. <laughs> I never said that. Thank God. Yeah, right, um, right. No one ever played hard to get with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> You're just so magnetic, Bradford. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves you. Hey, tell me more. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the S, the last letter on the fries. Specific. Specific. Specific, specific, specific. Yes. So this is obviously specifically 
what activities are being consented for. Yes. Like what, what are we giving consent for? Consent in this should also be given each time. So don't just assume because we've maybe had done pegging before yeah. that I can peg you anytime I want. Yeah. This is very specific and it's also not just act specific, but time specific, I would say. I think that's yeah a good way to put it. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because you think of that, there's that comic strip, whatever, I don't remember which one it was, but it's a, a classic one where the guy asks the woman if we, they can have anal tonight. And she's like, yeah, sure. And they're both walk away like, yes. And she's putting her strap on, on <laughs> like it, it's, uh-huh. you have to really know, which I think specific and informed really walk hand in hand. A bit. Yeah. But specific is in this case, you know, who's doing what to whom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and also, like I said, time specific. So just because we've done it before, doesn't mean that we're going to do it again this time. Mm-hmm. So just because we've, let's say at a club setting, just because we've played before doesn't mean that we're going to play tonight. Right. Or like even you and I, you know, like, you know, just because we've done, I don't know, something before, then we're going to do it again. I, think, <laughs> I mean, honestly, pegging is the best example, I feel like. Water but, sports. Yeah, water sports. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's definitely not a common one for us. No. Okay. So scary statistics of this one. Oh, good. There's two of them. In a, well, that makes up for the one we skipped, doesn't so it? So it does, it does. So there was a study that was done that just over 22%, so about one in five, again, of college students said that if someone engages in foreplay such as kissing or touching, they are consenting to further sexual activity. So just because we're making out means that we're going to have sex. Right. Wow. That's a... Without specifying that we're going to have sex. That's a scary, sad statistic. Yeah. And then in that same study, 47% said that someone is consenting to further sexual activity if they take off their clothes. <laughs> so if we start making out, and if you get naked, we're going to have sex. God, and God forbid that we're we, going ba- to bang. God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, we, you know, that I'm in the bathroom while you take your clothes off to get in the shower. Oh, yeah. Ooh, shower bang. Yeah, shower bang. <laughs> so, oh, God, that's all. But, but also this is like, so these are college students, right? So- I mean, that that just... These are the future of the world. Well, yeah, but it also means that we really need to start teaching consent much, much younger, right? You can't oh, wait yeah. till they're in college. Kids should be taught consent in all areas of life from a very young age. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because, again, anecdotally, I'm remembering times when I was a kid, the whole give your aunt a hug, give your aunt a kiss. And it's, I didn't want, you know, I may not have wanted to, I don't remember, but I do, like, that's a command yeah. that... A, for a child, they're not consenting to. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's much better to say, do you want to give your aunt a hug mm-hmm. and then, or give your aunt a kiss or whatever, and then let the child decide. And if they don't this time, that's fine. Well, even interestingly, so I was in the lift the other day and there was a parent with their child in the lift as well. And it was the day I had on my dancing group shirt, right? Yeah. And it was a very young child. And the parent said, do you want to say hi? To the child. Yeah. And the child kind of shook their head no. They're very shy. Yeah. And kind of shook their head no, looked away for a second and looked back at me and said, Groot. And (laughs) I was like, all right. So they didn't want to say hi, but they wanted to say Groot. (laughs) That's cute. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. But I did think it was interesting that they even said, do you want to say hi? Not just say hi. I I think that's the way to do it. Let the kid decide. I mean, like, why are we deciding things, everything for children? Yeah. You have to decide something, sure. But everything does not have to be decided for Another, I'm reminded of a time when I was very young. It was my first job and we had just closed up the restaurant and 
I was walking out to my car with a coworker and she and I were chatting and I remember sitting down with the door open and her leaning against the door and talking. And then she said, can I give you a kiss? And we kissed, made out for a little while and then went home. And then when I was talking to friends at school afterwards about this situation, so many of them, and I think this sort of marred my memory was like, oh, I can't believe she asked you. You, you just got to do it. You just lean in and do it. And you think about that now and it's like, you know, I really respect this person for asking, yeah. can I do this? Because like, it's very clear then that I was interested as well, rather than just assuming and then kind of leaning in and potentially getting shot down. Yeah, yeah. That, which is bad for both of us, right? Because then I feel awkward. She feels awkward. But I do remember multiple friends saying that that's not how you do it, that, mm. that she did it wrong. Well, they were wrong. Well, yeah, I know that now, but Youngford yeah. didn't realize that. And see, that's why college students think these things. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, wow, yeah. we, we should have been better. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. But you're better now. So that's good. I am better now. I mean, although, yeah, anyway. So basically to wrap up the fries section of this, okay. it so again, we've got freely given, reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and specific. Yes. The other really, really important things to remember about consent is that it cannot be given by individuals who are intoxicated, incapacitated by drugs, alcohol, asleep, unconscious, that type of thing. So again, like right mind, aware of what's happening. Yeah. That's, that's what you're looking for. Uh, and like I said earlier, you should always opt in for consent, not opt out. So you should always look for an active yes, not an active no. Right. That makes, I mean, that makes perfect so sense. Just to clarify all that. And, you know, though, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. Where, If you think back into the not too way far past, mm-hmm. we were at Wet on Wellington and you were in a glory hole box where your bottom half was sticking out. Yeah. And I was consenting for you yes. for people to fuck you. Yes. Like, how but, does that fit into our rules? So I feel like that I gave you consent to allow people to do these things. And you knew what I was okay with consent being given for. You knew that I was okay with oral, even penetrative sex. I was not okay with anal sex from them. So I feel like I gave you the consent to give consent for me for these acts, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like that's... That that's how that fits in. Okay, I, I just it's because I see it, it. it was specifically that these are the acts that I'm okay with people doing to me, and I trust you to be the gatekeeper and to make sure that that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So I was consenting for you to consent on my behalf to certain acts. <laughs> yeah, it's a consent chain. It is a consent chain. Uh, <laughs> it's like that you know you put a dollar in and mail it to like ten yeah. other friends uh-huh. and have them all mail you when yeah. it's a yeah yeah. So that, that's my take on it. Ah, I can accept that. Yeah, I was just more curious than anything. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Are you looking for a fun game to play with your mates on the next Saturday night or long weekend? Check out Curious Humans Game. All you have to do is uh, deal out some cards, ask some awkward questions, and, you know, vote whether or not you think you know your mates better than they know themselves. Curious Humans Game. If you want your copy, go to CuriousHumansGame.com and make sure you use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get 10% off. That's right, 10% off the game and all the expansions that you desire. CuriousHumansGame.com Okay, Angela, I need an occupation. Statistician. Perfect. Did you know that 24% of people have enough sex toys? That's right. 76% of people do not have nearly enough sex toys. Are you one of the 76 majority? If you are, then go to adamandeve.com. Why? Well, 98% of what adamandeve.com has is sexy, sexy awesomeness. And only 2% isn't. That's right. And when you do... As one of the 76 percenters, you will find something and put it in your basket. There's like a 99% chance that you'll do that. And if you use checkout code by the by, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you will get that item at 50% off. That's right, 50% off. You'll also get free shipping Extra things thrown in your box so that you can play along at home. And six videos on demand. 32% of 99 people said that they were 300% sure that they were happy with adamandeve.com. And when they went, they used checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Check it out now. Please note, the only actual factual number in this whole thing were 50% off, free shipping, and six videos on demand. I love it. I love the Adam and Eve improv. (laughs) So good. So good. All right. You ready for the next section? I am ready. What is consent and what isn't consent? So, consent is. Let's start with that. Consent is saying yes. Touch my breasts. I love you. I must confess. Sorry. <laughs> I'm keep going. No, no, I'm good for this. Uh, so, consent is asking for permission before you change the type or level of sexual activity. So, saying, is this okay? May I... Do you want to, things like that? Do you want to give my bean a flick or do you want to suck my dick? <laughs> Sorry. Can we do both? <laughs> is, it, is it an either or? If you want to, I'm feeling fine because we can just do 69. <laughs> is that better? I like, the, I like this musical section. This is good. <laughs> I just want people at home to remember consent and the best way to yeah. remember things is with a song. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, Again, confirming that there's reciprocal interest before initiating physical touch. 
So like, may I touch you? Can I touch your breasts? Can I feel your clothing even? Um, we did that this weekend yeah, at yeah. the club, like with the, with the guy that we were talking to, uh, his costume, you were like, can I, can I touch it? Like, yeah. I want to feel the fabric. I hate it when people just come up and touch my clothes. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I would rather you like do, I don't know, come up and give me a hug. But like, like if you just come up and people who pet clothes, it really bugs me. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. If you ask me, I will always say yes, but oh. just don't come and do it. So true. So true. Another example is letting your partner know that you can stop at any time. So this, I would say, is particularly important if you're exploring, pushing boundaries, uh, group play situations even. But just even though we can stop any time, if we get near a boundary, let me know. Uh, again, I would say group play situations, having that continual check-in is a good thing. Any kind of impact play, something like that. Yep. Yep. Impact play. Yeah, definitely. Any kind of BDSM. So knowing that, letting them know that it's okay to say that they want to stop or pause even. It doesn't have to be like a complete stop, right? But just making sure that they're okay with it and that they're comfortable to say that. And I know like when I, if we're talking impact play, when I'm playing with someone for the first time, especially if I know the person, it's a little bit different, but especially if it's a completely new person to me and I'm just topping, then I'm much more likely to be very cautious because even though I say that we can stop at any time, and you can say, like, if you're using the traffic light system, you can say red and we'll stop immediately. Until I know them and know and know that they actually will say it, Yeah, I don't want them to feel, like, pressured not to say it. To please you. Yeah, to please me or to look like they're, you know, can take more than they can or whatever. You know, I, I just, yeah, I'm always very cognizant of that when I'm playing with somebody that's completely brand new. Yeah. Uh, consent is also periodically checking in with your partner. Uh, we, we kind of just kind of discussed. Yes. And asking, is this still okay? How does this feel? Do you like it when I... And the good thing about this, like, it doesn't have to be clinical, right? Like, you can work that into dirty talk. Yeah. You can make it kind of dirty talk light and, and work that in and, and get that continual consent and make sure that it's, it's still a good situation for everybody. Another example is to provide positive feedback when you're comfortable with an activity. I mean, you know, that's sounds, it's visual cues, it's all of it. But just giving that feedback and letting your partner know that, yeah, this is good. I'm really enjoying this. Let's keep doing this. This is, yeah, this is still good. Also explicitly agreeing to certain activities by saying yes or another affirmative statement, like I'm open to trying that type of thing. So again, making it very, very clear that, yeah, I want to try this. I want to do this. If it's something new and something different, then that's, I think, really important. Yeah. Also, again, physical cues to let the other person know that you're comfortable taking things to the next level. Um, but physical cues are things like you mentioned before, like a really enthusiastic head nod, a big smile, that type of thing. But it's also really important to note that physiological responses like an erection, lubrication, arousal, even orgasm, those are involuntary. So your body may react in that way, even if you're not consenting to the activity. So you can't just use the fact that, oh, well, they're wet, so they must want it. Yeah. Like, you can't use that as an indicator. Like, that's not a good physical cue to go off of. That's right. Remember Michael Douglas in Disclosure. Actually, don't. <laughs> but good point. <laughs> so true. So true. So that's what consent is. Those are some good examples of what consent is. I just wanted to talk about some of the ways to ask for consent. Ooh, okay. Because... Uh, one of the questions that I've had people ask me before is, or this, I guess it's more less of a question, more of a statement. Asking for consent is, 
it breaks the mood or it's not sexy mm-hmm. or, and, and you've touched on some of that, but this is just a quick rundown of 35 ways you can ask for consent. I, I, I kind of like, I kind of like these. These are 35 different uh, consent questions. I'm going to go through them really fast. Yeah, do it, do it. Are you sure you're ready for this? Do you want to have sex? How far do you want to go? Do you have time for a quickie? Can I go down on you? Do you want to go back to my place and have sex? Can I help you with that? Can I help you out of that? Do you want me to help you unzip? Do you want to make out? Do you want to just cuddle? How do you like that? Are you all right? Do you want me to keep going? Do you want me to stop? How do you want it? Is it okay if I touch you down there? Are you horny? How does that feel? Can I kiss your sweet lips? Can you put on protection first? Do you want to wear a condom? Can I taste your sweet nectar? I know. Come on. I'm a hummingbird. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it from the back? Want to try anal? Reverse cowgirl? Etc. Can I be your first? Want to give it a go? Would you like to... Can I put it in, in my mouth? Do you like that? Are you okay? Have you ever fantasized about does oral anal penetration turn you on? Is it okay if I touch you here? Want to have morning sex? Can we try something new? So all of those are ways that you can ask a question and get more information that is consent based. Yeah. And none of those except the nectar one, which fucking cracked me up, um, are that awkward, right? Yeah, no, no, not at all. Those are really good. Yeah, yeah. But like, I love the question. I want to see how you taste. Can I see how you taste? Yeah. Yeah. And also when you're talking about the condom ones, like, you know, do you want to wear a condom or can whatever, but even saying, Ooh, I want to put this condom on you, you know, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, that basically tells you what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's in a consensual way. And like, I don't know. I think it can go both ways with the, I want to put this condom on you. Do you want that? Yeah. You can always ask that if it's mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that way you both can express what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Okay. Sorry. What isn't consent? Okay. Consent is not someone being underage. Oh God. Right. Correct. Yeah. Someone being incapacitated because of drugs or alcohol, unconscious, asleep, etc. cetera. Uh, pressuring someone into sexual activity by using fear or intimidation. Oh my God. I mean. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Assuming you have permission to engage in sexual act because you've done it before in the past. Yep. Refusing to acknowledge a no, especially a very clear no. Yes. Consent is not silence. Yeah. Silence, again, that you're looking for an active yes, not not just the passive or a no. Um, consent is not a partner who is disengaged, non-responsive, visibly upset. If somebody's upset, don't yeah. just stop. <laughs> Or again, disengaged. If they're not really interested, then then don't. Uh, assuming that wearing certain clothes, flirting or kissing, etc., is an invitation for anything more. Touching someone first and then asking, uh, unless it's somebody that you know really well, like some of our close friends, you know. But even so, yeah. we'll still check in oftentimes. Yeah. But especially if you're in a club setting and it's a completely new person, you've not. We've seen this so many times, but you've not had a conversation with them. You go up to them and you just touch. Like, that's not okay. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that, especially if they come into a party late in the game, so mm-hmm. a group play session late in the game, that either one of two situations has happened. Either these are friends that we play with all the time, 
Therefore, we've already had that consent conversation many times ago, and we always assume we start with blanket consent, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's freely taken away. And I know that sort of goes away, goes um, back on what you just said about the you ask each time. Yeah. With many of our friends, we don't ask each time, but we make it very clear from the first times, especially, and I'm, I mean this, I guess, after like this is also, multiple, multiple, multiple play sessions. These are also deeper relationships, yeah, right? Yeah. Not just people we've met at the club. kind of Yeah. Thing. And it's always something that it's, you're, it, you're going to opt out. If mm-hmm. you don't want to, you're going to opt out. And it's, which is completely okay. And I I think that there is that fine line of like with me and you, Mm -hmm. like if, if one of us doesn't want to play, we say, I don't want to play, but we might just like grope each other randomly. Yeah. Yeah. That's our love language. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the next one that I had kind of falls into that is it's assuming because someone is in a group play situation that it's an invitation for anything. Yeah. And, and the caveat is that I had on here was that, you know, when we're having a group puppy pile style play session where all parties know each other, where we're all really close, we've played together many times. We know the boundaries and sometimes people want to push those and sometimes they're not. And they're like, no, actually I only want to do this tonight. And like, especially like if you're on your period, you might be like, okay, I'm only going to do oral tonight or whatever. And so in that kind of a situation, we often will have blanket consent given across the group within everyone's kind of boundaries. And in a public space like the Swingers Club, it can look to outsiders as the, anything goes. Yeah. But in actuality, it doesn't. And so, you know, you might have a stranger that comes up and touches someone and it might be just a, a little touch on the shoulder. We've had people come up and like completely like grab from behind yeah. like the genitalia. That's not OK. No. Um, so you should. You know, especially if you're in a, in a club environment, you should always ask before touching, always. And then the last one that I have, and we've heard this recently, asking, are you okay? Not, is it okay if yeah. I? Yeah. Like, are you okay is a very different question to, is it okay if I? Yeah. Or may I, or whatever. Like, that. that's a very different question. But, you know, that like, like, are you okay? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can touch me. Yeah. That doesn't mean right. we're going to have sex. <laughs> That's very true. Like, I am okay. Thanks for asking. However. I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Touch me and I'll cut your fingers off. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's important to remember. Um, also, and I know we're not even going to talk about this really, but just to put it out there that this also goes for sharing nude or explicit photos that have been sent to you. Yes. If you don't have consent from the other person, do not show them to anybody. Do not forward them on. Don't do anything with them other than enjoy them for yourself. Yeah. And then just to go into what if there is a consent breach, you're at, say, a party. You're at Swingers Club. I'm going to say, like, this is much more specific to group play environments, not like one-on-one kind of date style types of things. But if you're in a situation like that, I personally feel like if somebody breaches consent, really to any degree, that it needs to be dealt with immediately because I feel like it's a slippery slope otherwise. So it's, it's call them out on it. It's easy to say, oh, it's not that bad or it's just a little touch. But the problem is that if they're doing that to you, they're doing it to other people. And if they think that's okay, then are they going to go the next step? Is it going to escalate? Further, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I really feel like that if someone makes you uncomfortable, they don't understand consent, that, they're, you know, it's not just you that they probably have done this with or will do this with. So help make it a good environment for everybody. And it sucks to break up play to say something to someone or if they don't get it, to say something to the staff or the party organizers or whoever is around that, that's in charge of things. But I also think it's important to do that. Yeah. And, and if you're playing with 
you know, people who want to play with you, they're going to understand if you like take a moment, go deal with that, come back and then jump right back in. Right. Agreed. Agreed. And it ultimately it's, it makes a better play environment for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And alternatively, if someone calls you out on a consent breach, I mean, obviously stop what you're doing immediately. Apologize profusely. Apologize profusely. Don't do it again. Think about what happened. Take stock of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and think like, what, why, why did I do that? And oh, maybe I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. And, and if there's further remediation that's needed, do it. Don't be an ass, you know? Yeah. Agreed. But I mean, yeah, if someone calls you out, be like, oh, you know, sincerely apologize, correct it and don't do it again. Yeah. Um, um, following along the whole consent thing that we see in movies and the problems with consent in movies, I think that there's something that we see quite often that happens that I think some people out there would go, well, that's harmless. But I think that in fact, it puts an unfair debt on somebody. Mm -hmm. And that is buying somebody a drink without asking them, can I buy you a drink? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always hated that movie trope and that story trope because what that does is that puts somebody at a disadvantage. It puts them off balance. And if, even if you've talked to the bartender and you just say the bartender, go ahead and make whatever drink they just had or whatever drink I want to buy it for them. And then when they do it, there's this, you know, there's this in, um, this, this idea that it's romantic, but in fact, it's a power play. Yeah. And now that person is indebted to you. And some people will see that indebtedness as I now have to pay you back. And some people will see it as what it actually is. Well, you bought me a drink. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but don't do that. That's yeah. And if somebody buys you a drink, don't feel obligated to drink it. You can look at the bartender and kindly say, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I was going to say, continuing on with the, continuing on with the, if you're at a party or a club and you feel like there has been a serious consent breach, obviously, like I said earlier, report to the organizers, report to the staff, whoever's in charge of things. If it's a good event or a good venue, then they'll take steps to control the situation. So they might pull the person aside, talk to them. They'll likely escort them out of the venue. Depending on the level of the consent violation, they might call the police if if there was stealthing. Yeah. They may ask you to go to a hospital, get a rape kit done, um, you know, or a sexual assault forensics kit, I guess, technically. It's whatever their policies are, like if the, the organizers are there to make sure that you have a good time and that everybody has a good time. And I think in in group situations and in party situations, I think it's everyone's responsibility. Mm. And if you see that there's a problem, you know, maybe say something and, and help help other people because maybe not everybody's as strong as you are yeah. and, and willing to speak up for themselves. So I think it's all of our responsibilities to make sure that other people around us are having just as much fun as we are. Yeah. The community has to be self-policing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, for those in the back, you should always opt in. Look for an enthusiastic yes, not a no. So you should opt in, not out. Mm. So always look for an active yes. 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 Do you have anything else? Any other consent ideas, topics, thoughts, statements? I mean, other than don't assume that everything you see in movies is real (laughs) or healthy, specifically that one. It's not all healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's fiction, Right? It's fiction. Yeah. It's, it's there for entertainment, but unfortunately, a lot of people take that as true. Education. Yeah. Like I always say, don't watch Star Wars and assume that you can fly a spaceship. 
Very true. Awesome. Let us know what you think about uh, consent and uh, you're going to serve fries with that. That's right. You can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can join our conversation on our Discord chat with all of our brilliant Discord people. How do you do that? You support us at any level on www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Or you can hit us up on any of our socials on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We are at by the by podcast. Check out what's uh, going on in our calendar, www.bythebuy.com.au, and check out our events page, or you can contact us there through our uh, contact submission page. Uh, anything else you want to say, Angela? Consent is sexy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.